everybody. This is Xi Xiao. This is yet another Salesforce Way podcast. Today, I'm sitting with a new guest with me. His name is Joey Chen. Hello, Joey. Hi. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Would you mind to introduce yourself before we jump into our topic today? So I'm Joey Chan, founder of Cloud Jedi Solutions. I'm currently based in the Philippines. And then we serve uh, um, different customers ar- around the world, but a lot of it is actually based in the U.S. Mm-hmm. I'm also the um, the community group leader of the admin group here in the Philippines and also helping out um, establish a lot of the different subgroups here in the Philippines for Salesforce. So you are quite active in the Salesforce community, right? Correct. Yes. Uh, nowadays, yes. In addition to all the titles that you just mentioned, I know that you have still one really, how to say, inspiring title, which is you are ranking the first in the Salesforce developer community. Right. Well, technically, it's the App Exchange. So um, a lot of us in the Salesforce world already know App Exchange, right? So it's mm-hmm. basically the the marketplace similar to uh, Apple App Store or Google Play, where then you could buy apps whether it's free or uh, paid ones, and install into your Salesforce org, right? All right. And uh, what does it mean you're ranking first over there? Do you mean that you have answered a lot of questions, you have a lot of people? Well, the ranking on my side is actually on the developer listing. It's uh, simply based on uh, the number of reviews and the quality of reviews that you get. So in Mm. my specific case, I've actually been working on Salesforce for the past 10 years already, right? So mm-hmm. over the years, I've been dealing with quite a lot of SMEs. So mm-hmm. um, between, let's say, uh, a one-person company or um, let's say a 500 license company, Salesforce. So those are usually my target market, wherein um, they don't necessarily have the, um, the need to have a full-time developer on their staff. There. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to ask you a question. You put a lot of effort in the App Exchange community. Do you mm-hmm. get paid by doing those stuff? Actually, not at all, though. Um, it's quite surprising. I actually keep on telling people where it, um, you'd be surprised how Salesforce could make us create a big conference of um, at least a few hundred people mm-hmm. in us as volunteers don't actually get paid for any of those, right? It's really, we yeah. really just love the platform enough to actually uh, spend our time on it. And um, that also helps us, though. Um, it's not all just giving. It's also helping us in our careers. So it's actually a give and take in its sense, right? I know it, it gives a good feeling and it makes you sleep better during the nights because you are sharing your knowledge to people, right? Right, right. But- exactly. But still, you know, I have a lot of uh, developers around me in the real life that uh, mm-hmm. they say if they get paid, they will do the stuff you are given to them. But if it's not paid, then they will not spend time on that. But you take the opposite direction. You really spend a right. lot of effort to do that. So why is that? Actually, um, uh, I personally believe it's uh, about loving the work that you do, though. Uh, similar to um, what a lot of people say, if you really love what you're doing, uh, it's, you'd actually feel like you're not actually working, right? If you enjoy what you're doing and 
uh, you're learning a lot. Uh, I mean, I guess uh, it depends on the person. Some people actually enjoy doing that, and it actually helps us a lot, though, because mm-hmm. um, it's not really just the the work itself, but actually learning along the way, right? One of the biggest reasons why I com- uh, contributed a lot in the answers community, especially um, during the start of my career where and, uh, I didn't have uh, kids yet and no responsibilities yet, right? So um, I actually spent so much time in the answers community just helping out people, though, hmm. because you'd be realizing that um, there are quite a lot of people that just got a certain type of work. For, them. for example, they're the secretary of a certain uh, CEO and they just, they were tasked to load data into Salesforce and they have no idea of what Salesforce is. So um, they usually ask questions, simple questions like that in the answer community. And it's just my way of um, paying it forward. I have a lot of knowledge within Salesforce across 10 years of um, being there. It's really just my way of giving back to the community and how it has helped me um, reach my career and um, reach a lot of the goals that I have in my life. I would assume that at the first couple of years, you were also a beginner. You were spending your time to accumulate your knowledge by also helping others. During those times, maybe you didn't get obvious benefit out of this contribution Mm -hmm. back to the community. So how was your story? Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, there are actually obvious benefits immediately. Um, okay. <laughs> even though I'm actually um, answering questions, whenever I encounter a question that I couldn't answer myself, I would then search within documentation, um, Google search, or basically try to find the answer to that. Hmm. And then with that, now that I know the answer, I can then just respond back to the person and then it's both ways, right? I actually helped a person and I, I also gained a new knowledge from there. Mm. Because um, the reason why um, I wanted to do that is uh, I had this goal back then in college. Though. Immediately after graduation, um, usually there's that interview process for then uh, what would you like to be in in five years, right? I didn't want to work for a company for too long. So I usually would tell them, hey, within five years, I want to have my own company. And I had this dream. Um, I wanted to be the best in the craft that I wanted to be. So I wanted to um, be ahead of even those that have a lot more years in experience, right? But how can I do that if I don't have, um, have actual experience yet? The way that I would compensate for that is actually by reading a lot. So um, during the start of my career, especially um, back in 2009, um, RSS feeds are very popular. Mm-hmm. What I would do is um, subscribe to each of the blogs, Salesforce-related blog that I can find, and even back read all of those uh, articles one by one just to mm-hmm. see what I missed and going forward know all of the things about Salesforce that I can find. But uh, I'm sure you know that nowadays it's very hard to do that, especially with so much blogs and so much resources, right? Yeah. So that's the challenge now and with family and um, just balancing the time right now. I, I see the difference here is that uh, in my graduation from the college, 
What I was thinking about is still playing computer games and hang out with friends. Right. And what you have yeah. is, within five years, you want to have your own company. And by defining that goal, I mean our career direction totally separate here. So, yeah, mm-hmm. once your goal is defined, then you have a clear path to reach that goal, right? You started to really right. uh, uh, put the practical steps one after another, mm-hmm. and then go after them. Right, right. Uh, with that point in mind, um, I had this goal of uh, within five years, I want to have this uh, uh, own. I, I didn't want to work for somebody else within five years, right? So um, based on that, that helped me actually backtrack. So what do I do within one year? What do I do within six months? Within three months? You know? mm. So. Um, my strategy back then is um, I graduated back in 2009. Uh, so I started my career with Salesforce uh, as my first job, basically as a developer on a Salesforce consulting firm. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was doing back then is I literally read all of the blogs that I can find about Salesforce, right? And my commute back then um, here in the Philippines is uh, around two hours one way from the home to the office. Okay. I was actually uh, taking advantage of that commute time where I was actually reading uh, all of the articles that I can find and the video, Salesforce uh, uploaded a video of their training in iTunes back then. Okay. So I downloaded all of those and I was actually watching all of the video sessions that they had. It's actually the paid training that they had right? and mm-hmm. they uploaded it for free. So I was watching all of those and basically learning as much as I can about the platform and then on my third month, I actually started freelancing already. So um, basically, um, I had my uh, day job. And then during evenings, I was actually work- still working on Salesforce, but on my own though. So um, basically, we had a company based in the U.S. that I helped build their system. And until up until now, they're still a client. So mm-hmm. they've been a client for like 10 years now. How did you make the connection with the customer in the U.S.? So, um, so um, back then, um, remember the Access community, right? I was yeah. actually really, really active in that. And um, that's actually the client itself found me. So we, I was actually answering their question. And then from there, um, during this time, if I remember correctly, Salesforce support couldn't answer that question. And then I actually just answered that. <laughs> and then from there, um, there's this trust already, right? Of mm-hmm. course, uh, if somebody helped you, you're mm-hmm. much more willing to uh, to um, like repay something. I mean, sure, I wasn't expecting sure. to get paid or anything like that, but I was just answering questions. And, and they just asked, hey, can you also do this? And then I responded, yes, I can do that. Hmm. So that's where, where it all started, right? Oh, that's cool. I, I usually call this as like the luck surface. Everybody right. has the opportunity of doing something else, but uh, you just spend a lot of time to increase the chance. And then right, this, right. this customer is the one of I your... also believe the same thing. Right? Yes, uh, you increase your chances of being lucky yeah. by being out there and being present and being visible, right? And mm. part of doing that is really contributing to the community. I mean... I don't do it for myself anymore. Mm. Uh, I'm not after the money and all. 
because I mean, there's a lot of things that I can do to get paid, but why am I doing this for free, right? Mm. It's part of me of trying to give back to the community because I've gained so much out of it, right? Um, all of uh, the goals that uh, I've set, I, I've achieved because of uh, Salesforce and the community around it that actually helped me. I mean, a lot of the careers that we have, for example, this these type of remote work, where then I'm able to work with companies very distant in the U.S., even though mm. I am based in the Philippines, that's actually mm. not possible like 20 years ago, right? I mean, companies don't actually trust uh, offshore people, especially just an individual that yeah. they didn't even know if. They didn't even know if I graduate in in a university or not, right? Hmm. I think it's, this is a good point. Um, for the people in the U.S., uh, a lot of companies, let's say, they have money. They want high high quality developers to help them, and right. the, the local competition is already furious. It's hard to right. really even get a Salesforce developer. So they would uh, willing to look uh, abroad. And if they can target certain individuals like you who has the you know, the reputation, why not? They they are happy to spend yes. the money to hire you, I think. Yeah. In most cases, uh, they don't necessarily need... Uh, I mean, of course, part of it is the cost, right? It's mm. usually cheaper because we have a lower um, lower standards of living yeah. in a third world country. But at the same time, the quality that we can provide is at par, if not greater, than companies are providing, right? Mm. One of the biggest selling point, I believe, uh, why companies choose to work with us, in, uh, we actually only have a small team. So um, the reason for that is, for example, if you were to work with a company, for example, uh, uh, a big consulting firm, the problem there is, um, let's say, a few years down the road, um, the person that you'd be dealing with would probably no longer be there. Yeah. There would be a different person that you'd have to deal with. So uh, things like those. I mean, we've stuck around for the past 10 years. We're not planning on leaving anytime soon. So, I mean, it's really that trust that um, they have, especially mm. on me and my team. Wherein a lot of times, we're actually the ones doing the work directly. So, mm. so uh, and including me. So there's really that big trust. A lot of the companies that we work now, it's actually... Um, their setup is uh, they work with a U.S.-based company, and then the problem there is uh, the work is getting outsourced to India or some mm. other destination, right? Yeah. And then there's usually a lag time when they report a bug. Usually, it takes a few hours or a day yeah. to to get it to India and then back, right? So there's that big lag time. Yeah. Uh, what happens in our case usually is as soon as I get the uh, response, I can check out what's happening because a lot of times I made the code myself, right? So mm. within five minutes, I'll be able to determine, hey, what's wrong? And within within a short amount of time, I can get that fixed. Yeah. And if it's all good, then we can deploy it to production, right? Okay. The speed of uh, development actually helps a lot in terms of getting things done. And that also helps us a lot in terms of getting really good ratings wherein we mm. try to respond as quickly as we can, right? Yeah. And I'm sure for for other companies, they're also doing that. But it's really um, the work that you have to put in in order to be really good at what you do, right? Mm-hmm. 
So let's step back a little bit. So you mentioned that after graduation, you started working on Salesforce and consulting business. And in your spare time, you start to contribute to the community and then you get the US-based customer. So Thanks. when did you make the shift from that consulting business to your own freelancing time? And what has really happened to you? Well, um, I started uh, in June 2009, right? So I started freelancing three months after. Three months and after. Then, yes. Okay. So you worked in it's that Salesforce consulting company for only right. three months. Um, no, it's actually after three months, I was uh, freelancing on the side. So oh, I was okay. technically moonlighting. I was still working for the, the company, but then during evenings, I was actually working Understood. with other clients during that time. Yeah. And then after... Nine months from June 2009, mm. the company that actually I was doing freelancing for mm-hmm. hired me directly. So they want to you to full-time, full-time work for them? Correct. Right. Okay. Yes. And how was the Salesforce consulting company responded? Are they okay with that or they say they want to keep you or what has happened? Uh, of course, they definitely wanted to keep me. But mm-hmm. then uh, the offer was quite far from what they're okay. willing to, um, to give, though. So just to give yeah. you an idea, they actually gave me like a six times salary increase compared to what I was getting from my previous work. So it would be hard for the previous company to justify um, six times. doing that, right? Yeah, okay. Yes. Okay, I see, I see. And then after that, you work from home remotely for the U.S.-based exactly, customer? Exactly, yes. Okay. So um, remember, I, I had that commute of two hours per way, right? So mm. I'm technically saving four hours per day already yeah. by being able to work from home. I actually then use that extra time to actually spend a lot more time in the community to learn much more faster compared to I was when I was uh, working in um, a regular job, right? Mm. So that helped my career path. Okay. Uh, speed up so much, though. So that is about nine months after your graduation, Correct. right? And then you still have this five-year goal. So Correct. what's the following time in the journey? What has happened? So um, within around two years, um, the work that we're doing actually grew, grew in terms of with that company. Uh, we then set up a team that I actually personally hired within the Philippines that would then also cater this, this company. Oh. That's actually where things started, where then we're actually having a small consulting firm in, in that sense, where then um, I get to build a company and then um, get to um, hire people in order to serve that company, right? Mm-hmm. And then along the way, um, one of the... Um, there's actually this point where then in Reinforce, they actually were invited to speak there's this topic about how small companies can grow big using Salesforce. Mm-hmm. So um, they actually presented a lot of the um, implementations that we did. And based on that, we actually got two companies that we work with now because okay. of that referral that they had there. And then that's actually where everything started, though. So a lot of the companies that we work with now are actually based on referrals from those different companies. Okay. So... Let me just quickly recap, because this U.S.-based customer has more work, demanding more work than you 
individually can handle. So then Correct. by that, you started the consulting company and then you kind of subcontract uh, the tasks Correct. to externals. Yes. Technically, um, I actually hired my colleagues. So I used to work for uh, uh, a regular job, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I told them this first, this opportunity, would you want, like to join me in doing this? Um, there are actually technically colleagues and um, previous um, university classmate. So they have this trust and then course from there, we grew from that, right? Mm. So, okay. I see. So the story is quite clear for me. So almost 10 years now. So you, after even two or three years, you started to have your Mm -hmm. own company, not even five years, right? So you speed it up. (laughs) Yeah, that definitely helps. I mean, having Mm. a a specific goal in mind and what do you need to achieve it, right? Mm, right, It just happened to me really fast because Salesforce actually also growing a lot, right? right? So it helped me a lot in terms of career. That's cool. That's cool. And really the mindset of um, doing things for free because you just love doing it, right? Mm. A lot of people also say that they are contributing back to the community. But the mm-hmm. thing is that uh, ranking high is difficult. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of right. effort you put, right? Because there's so many much more people now contributing to the community compared <laughs> to when I was starting, right? Yes. And you have to maintain your ranking as well. Correct. If you want to keep the number one. So yes. even now, I would assume you still spend your time on doing that, right? Helping people in the community. Yes. Um, nowadays, I mostly actually um, contribute a lot actually in person now. So um, I can send you some links of a, a recent event that we had. It's called Philippine Streaming. Okay. So we had around 230 people attended there. So a lot of them are from different consulting firms within the Philippines. So we're actually um, planning to have um, the, the Philippines stream in 2020 around October of this year. Oh, so wonderful. if you have uh, a chance of attending, let me know, though. I'll okay. make sure to keep you updated on that. Okay, thanks for that. Yeah, I will put this uh, Philippines streaming event link to our show notes for sure. our listeners. Yeah. Show. All right. Thanks a lot. So, Joey, I think mm-hmm. I've heard a great story from you. And thanks, really, thanks to you to contribute to, you know, to the community. And then I'm happy to hear that you get so much out of that. A lot of people sure. were hesitating. Why should I do this? Why should I spend my time on doing this? Uh, my time maybe has, has passed. You know, I have kids. I don't have right. that much time anymore. But still, yeah. whenever possible, I try to go the same direction as you did. Especially, right, for right. The, you know, for the listeners who have time, who don't have kids, have that much responsibility in their spare life mm-hmm. and why not to to do this right right same way actually um during the time when i had a lot of time i was quite lucky that i had that um, mindset of really contributing back to the community right while i mm-hmm. didn't have any responsibilities yet and um thank you for actually having this podcast though. i really learned a lot too when i was listening to it thanks a lot and um i guess the best tip that i can give to the listeners is really um to teach as much as you can. Don't think about getting something in return. Just keep on teaching whatever it is that you know, and it will pay back in a lot of dividends. So That's cool. Thanks a lot, Joey. See you next time. Right, sure. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.